going to change people's lives. We're going to talk about hanging up the cleats. What is up, guys? So, we're going to have a little fun episode today. Um, we're going to do some questions. So, um, yeah, we're going to do a little Q&A. Um, get to know us a little better. Answer some questions. And, yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah. So, I feel like both of our answers are going to differ on this one. But we got, what is the best rivalry in college football? The best rivalry in college football. Mm-hmm. I feel like it all depends where you're from. I mean, yeah, obviously everyone's going to have different opinions. Yeah. Because um, my first thought is like Tennessee, Alabama. No. But it's like Alabama always wins. Yeah, so that doesn't, that makes it not a good rivalry. So like but it's I, always like, like a huge game for both sides. I feel like. Well, it it started being big last year when Tennessee was good because Tennessee hasn't yeah. been good for a long time, mm. and last year was the first year they were like a contender for the Natty. Um, I yeah. mean, obviously, like for me, LSU Alabama is a big rivalry, <laughs> but it's like we beat Alabama. I'm sure Auburn but would say the same. Y'all beat, y'all beat Alabama. Last year. See, my I think my final answer is Auburn, Alabama. Yeah, the Iron Bowl. Yeah, that, like, they're um, obviously from the same state, this, that, and the other. But also, like, I also think Ole Miss and Mississippi State yes. is a big rivalry. The guy that asked me this plays football at Mississippi State. And yeah. he was, like, the Egg Bowl. And I was like, what's yeah, the Egg that, Bowl? Yeah. And he was like, Ole Miss, Mississippi. Yeah, so... That is probably those two, the Alabama teams and the Mississippi State teams, I think. would The Iron and Egg Bowls. Yeah, but it's everyone, everyone considers themselves a rival against Alabama because everyone hates Alabama. Especially in the SEC. Yeah, everyone hates Alabama. Yeah. So everyone's preying on their downfall, which I'm honestly like, what's crazy is I used to hate Alabama like so much. And like, as I've gotten older, I'm just like. You have to respect their game. Yeah. Like, that is, like, the most dominating program you've ever seen. And it's, like, you have to have, like, some type of respect. Yeah. It's not like Nick Saban has been able to keep a program that good for that long. And this year, they're not even that good, and they're still winning. Yeah, it's not like they had just, like, one dream team of players that went through and, like, carried them. It's, like... Every year. Like the one year LSU had, like, the best team in ever. So, yeah, that's my answer. Well, I either either Alabama or Mississippi schools. Next question. Do you think it's appropriate to date coworkers? Mm, I feel like it depends. Like... Are you in the same office? Are you in the same building? Or do you just work under the same company? I mean, I, I, I took this question as, like, someone you're, like, working pretty closely with. Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, say, like, people at Lululemon. I personally wouldn't. Because what if stuff goes wrong? And, like, everyone knows your business and you feel uncomfortable at work. They feel uncomfortable at work. 
Yeah, see, part of me, like, wants the toxic and, like, is like, yeah, yeah, date someone you work with. Like, let's let's stir it up. Let's stir up the pot. Like, I don't know. I just, I have, like, I've noticed recently I have a little bit of a toxic side because whenever things with me and my boyfriend are going well, I pick fights. <laughs> and it's something ingrained in me from, you know, I guess past relationships. But I'm like, when things are going well, I'm like, hmm, this is suspicious. So the boss. So yeah, it's it's not good. I like I'm aware of it though, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. I like a good challenge. I like to be able to like oh like yeah we're dating someone and like you know you have to keep it a secret. The secret the the secrecy is so fun. Like if you have to like sneak around. Yeah, that's like, true. All that obviously like it's a it's a. It's a fine line. It's a tough game to play, but uh, I get it. I get why people do it. I uh, do adrenaline. I think, do it? Yes. Do I think it's a good de- uh, idea? Probably not. But is it good for the plot? Probably. It's all for the plot. Yeah, I feel like my boyfriend just doesn't have a toxic bone in his body. Like, God bless his soul. He's so sweet. I feel like if I ever tried to, like, stir the pot, he wouldn't even, like, realize what was going on. He'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, why are you talking like that? He would, like, he would probably make me feel dumb for it. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's great. I try to, I try to catch myself and not do it, so. Next question. Do you ever think you will move back to Louisiana? So, I've been back and forth about this question because I lived there my entire life. And I just, like, I don't know. I just have this, like, weird, not weird, but, like, I just feel like the world is so big and there's just so much to see and so much to experience that I just think I'm, like, why would I go back to something that's like I've already seen I've already seen that I've been there done that also like you can go and like visit all the time um the only like the the main thing that I would be like concerned about is like I grew up around my family and I would like want my kids to like be able to grow up around their family so I I think it's gonna be a game time decision I think um Like, when I'm, like, ready to have kids, it'll be, like, something that, like, I'll have to decide, like, do I want to live somewhere else or do I want to be close to my family? Also depends, like, are my parents going to move anywhere else? Um, But the only bad thing is, like, okay, so I'm, like, 100% certain that, not 100%, but I'm pretty certain that if I have a son that he'll play football, and I, like, want my son to get recruited, like, if he plays football, like, I want him to have a shot, and I just don't think, like, Louisiana is a good place for that, and I, would like, want my kids to have the best opportunity with sports they can, just, like, you know, if you have, like, a theater kid, like, the best place for them is, like, freaking New, New York or, you know, just, like, or if you have a kid that's, like, an actor, you know, obviously, like, you don't want to move to freaking New York or L.A. Like, that's a nightmare. But, like, you obviously, like, want to be in the place where your kid has, like, the best opportunity. Just, like, all the gymnast girls, like, they all see someone, you know, whatever. So that is one thing that I've thought about. Like, if I 
did, if I was in Louisiana, like, my kid would have a much harder time getting recruited because, like, those Texas schools, man, those schools are so huge. And, like, there's so many kids. Like, for example, like, you can get recruited just because, like, say, like, a coach is going to recruit one kid and he sees this other kid. He's like, oh, I never even have seen him. But he sees him now because he's going and recruiting this kid. Right. So it's like if you go to this big school where it's like a really good program, the coach is really good, and these kids are getting recruited, obviously, like, you're just going to have a better chance. There's coaches in and out all the time. Yeah. Um, That's how it is for soccer here. I guess, like, sports across the board in Tennessee. But, like, Tennessee was not good for recruiting with soccer. Like, I feel like – Almost anyone and everyone I know that, like, went and played in college, it was, like, self-done. Like, they got themselves recruited. Like, it wasn't being on a certain team. And, like, if you look at it, there's, like, no players from Tennessee, like, on the national team or, like, rostered. Like, it's crazy. This girl I played with, though, Anna Haddock. She plays at Auburn. She's beast. Um, she rostered with the national team, but she's, like, the first person I've ever heard of doing that. Well, yeah, and it's – the other thing about it is, like – you know how people always say, like, the top five people you're around is, like, going to be the most influential, whether they're bad people or good people or hard workers or lazy or whatever? Yeah. Like, I want my kids' top five to be the oh my top. Gosh. Like, my boyfriend always says that. He's like, who's on your bus? And it's, like, your top five people. Yeah. Or, like, who's in your car? Right. And I want them to have the opportunity to be, to have, like, a good top five. And Yeah that's not Louisiana, like, you have to figure that out. Yeah. But I will say that since I moved away from Louisiana, I realized how special it was. Um, There's just no place like it. Like, it's the best food, the best atmosphere. Um, People are super friendly. People are friendly in Tennessee, too. But there's nothing, there's nothing like it, to be honest. Um, I can vouch. Mary brought me home with her, and it was so wholesome. Even though it smells like a trash can, but (laughs) nah, it's okay. That's what happens when you party. (laughs) Someone asked. Wait, wait, wait! Before you say that, would you ever move out of Tennessee? Yeah. Well, I lived in Alabama, but like I'm saying, like life. Yeah. So I think I know it's so tough. I'm in the same boat. Like I was raised around my family, and I want that for my children like my aunt my uncle all of my cousins my grandparents live in Hendersonville like where I'm from and I want that for my children as well like I loved being close with all of my cousins growing up in particular but yeah same I definitely like I feel like I want to raise my kids here but I don't want to raise them in Hendersonville like I feel like I would want to raise them in, like, a different suburb, like, a bigger one. Like, for instance, like, the huge schools for soccer in Nashville, I feel like, were, like, Brentwood, Franklin, Ravenwood, where they had, like, 6,000 kids versus, like, Hendersonville, 2,000. So they just Mm -hmm. dominated in all sports. And, like, it was better for recruiting stuff, too. But... I don't know, I just, I don't want my kids to go to school and maybe, like, them bring home a friend one day and it's, like, 
I know their parents and everything about their parents. Yeah. You know, I just don't want that. And I feel like small town vibes. There's I know, just because this... I know if I move back to Louisiana, it's going to be all the same. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah. That were there when I left. Mm-hmm. And it's just this bubble yeah. that like, I feel like people that go back there never got out of their bubble. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's this stipulation, like everyone in my hometown, like, goes to the University of Tennessee Knoxville or goes to the University of Tennessee Chattanooga and like yeah they're like leaving their hometown but they're never really leaving the bubble because they just travel with their bubble up there and Mm -hmm. they travel back when they graduate it's like they don't experience like a place where they don't know anyone or like have to meet new people Mm. it's just like comfortable I don't know like I just I always say like move out of your like if you get the opportunity move out of your hometown like even if it's for a year you need to experience something else to break out of that yeah it's like you have no thoughts and opinions about anything you just grow in a different way yeah it's like starting from scratch so I would love to raise my kids in Nashville but until that I wouldn't mind like leaving yeah like if we gotta leave and come back yeah like we got a contract a really good contract for our podcast and they're like Okay, you're moving to New York. I'll be like, okay, man, let's oh, get on that flight. I was 100% moved to New York. Yeah. I told my mom that the other day. And you know what? You want to know what she said to me? What? I may or may not cut this out, but she was <laughs> like, she was like, she said, is this because Tanner's moving to Nashville and you feel like y'all are like locking things down and you're like scared of commitment? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Mom! I was like, I mean... Pull me out! Jesus Christ! Um, That's so funny. Yeah, so anyway. Yeah, I would I would love... I love New York. I love New York. Yeah, so Dave, if you listen to this one day. Or Alex Cooper. Or Mean Girls. There's a lot of networks now. <laughs> Anyone and everyone. Um, okay. Okay, this person asked if our cycles sync, and <laughs> what's our opinion on that? So, ours aren't, but yeah. me and my roommates are. Yeah, I feel like me and Mary, I feel like y'all think me and Mary are together a lot more than we are. We really aren't. Yeah, we really we're aren't. We're together for an hour a week. Yeah. And then if we're, if we're working together. If we're working at Lulu, we're not like hanging out. Yeah. Unless we're in the back. Yeah, and then we're goofing off. We're in the back, we're just straight up, like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, we're not really together that often. But me and my um, roommates are synced up. Uh, My opinion, I think it's freaking weird and crazy. I just think it's insane. Yeah, Especially because, like, I'm on birth control. I'm like, how does my body do this when I literally have, like, something, I don't know. I can sense it. I would sync with my mom in high school. We would be aligned because we were together so much. And then my college team, we were all synced in yeah. Huntsville. I wasn't at Tech long enough to sync up with those girls. <laughs> um, and I was synced up with two of my roommates that I was with a lot at one point. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, me, me and Preston are synced. Me and my best friend are synced. It just depends, like, who you're around, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of my opinion and my answer. Yeah. <laughs> it is a real thing. It does happen. Okay. Next question. 
but is your best piece of relationship advice? Uh, I think this is like the unhealed version of me talking, but don't trust anyone. Like, let them prove it. Because one mistake that I made in a relationship is like, they, like, I... I didn't have, like, I, I had every guard down possible and like, it was just like so easy for me to get hurt because it's like, I didn't expect anything coming to me and like, not to say that it's a good thing to like have your guard up, like obviously like let it down, but like they have to earn it. Like, don't just like blindly trust like Joe Schmo that you've gone on two dates with. Like he owes you nothing. Um, so that and because like my boyfriend now like you know I like took a while to like fully like fall for him because I was like I don't know what's gonna happen like you know like you did you played it by ear for a long time yeah and I feel like everyone nowadays is like a lot of guys nowadays they're like they will act like they're in a relationship with you and they fully are like hooking up with other girls Oh, yeah. And until you, you're like until this, you that they're not until you're this man's girlfriend, he owes you nothing. So don't just like, yeah, like I don't know, like it's just no, like no one owes you anything. So that's my main piece of advice. My second piece of advice, I think, would be, I'm like all for waiting to move in. Yeah, I think moving in together too soon is like really risky and I know that it works for some people but it's really risky like I don't know if I would risk it again I did it that's what I'm saying I did it and um it just like I don't know like you need your space you need literally my ex one time said you're just here all the time I'm like well that's crazy because you asked me to move in with you so I don't know what what you expected yeah I live here yeah so I asked my, my current boyfriend, I asked his opinion, and he was like, oh, like, I wouldn't be opposed. I'm like, mm, you have to have, like, the money for the ring in your bank account. Yeah, absolutely. Like, ready to make the purchase at any moment if you want to live with me. Just because it's like that, until that is, like, your thought process, we are in no business to share a living space together. It's just my, my thoughts and opinions. I feel like I have two as well. Like, my first one, as cliche as it is, do not settle. Don't settle. Because if I could go through, if I have had to go through every, like, relationship or, like, date every, like, shitty boy to, like, get to the relationship I'm in now, I would do it all over again. Because it's, like, you're gonna find, you shouldn't have to sacrifice certain parts of like who you are or what you want in a significant other just because you like like them Mm -hmm. like I had someone that like I liked a lot and I really like played on like certain things I wanted in a significant other to like try and make that work and it just was never gonna work it was never gonna work Mm -hmm. and your perfect person is out there and I just like my boyfriend. You don't need to like mold yourself into like someone 
Yeah. I did that too. The person I'm with is just the best and like brings out the best to me. And I just wish I could tell myself like, don't settle. Cause yeah. ever, I feel like I saw like all of my friends around me in like serious relationships or like had a serious relationship in college. And I felt like, oh, I'm behind like, like the Taylor Swift song. Like maybe I'm the problem is what I was thinking. And I just, that's not the case. You just gotta be patient wait for your person and not drop your standards wait for your Travis Kelsey. yeah wait for your Travis Kelsey but and then my second piece of advice is I feel like kind of what got me through like dating shitty boys or like not having like that set person is like I'm a religious person so if you're a religious person I just say pray for your future husband Like, anytime I would be upset about a relationship or boys, I just would pray for, like, certain characteristics I wanted in my future spouse. And that would almost, like, comfort me in a way. Like, knowing I'm praying for them and they're out there somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Those are my two. So wholesome. Um, Next one is more targeted towards you. What tips do you have for a new golfer wanting to hit better than her boyfriend? (laughs) um okay so honestly I'm gonna play off of like things that like I've learned that like I wasn't super good at so like honestly like TikTok is like a huge resource and I like there's so much good golf content out there nowadays and I think that like a beginner with golf because like if you would have asked me this question like five years ago I would have been like I don't really know how to, like, that's a hard thing. Like, you need to find someone that's good at golf for them to teach you. Yeah. But nowadays, like, it's so easy to, like, look something up on TikTok. Like, literally, like, a recipe, like, anything, whatever it may be. A try-on. Yeah, like, anything. And so there's so much, like, great golf content that I've seen that is, like, really good for beginners. Um, My advice, and, like, I've thought about this because I'm, like, if I was teaching someone how to play golf from scratch, how would I do it? And I think, like, I would probably start them off, like, doing, like, little half swings just because, like, a full swing, it's harder to make contact with the ball. And, um, like, obviously, like, just like soccer, like, you're not going to start off by, like, trying to kick, like, a 40-yard goal, like, whatever. So, like, just, like, start small, like, start with, like, just try to make contact with the ball, hit as many balls as you can. Um, Obviously, like ask someone's opinion like what do I need to change like maybe someone that's played golf before um and then I don't know I just think obviously like the more reps possible but I do think a really great resource nowadays is TikTok and there's a lot of great drills that you can do on there and yeah there's actually like really cheap golf clubs you can find on like Facebook marketplace like I think some of Someone I know got, like, a whole set for, like, 100, 200 bucks, so. We should mic each other up and run each other through, like, you run me through some golf drills, and I'd, like, oh my gosh, through some go, soccer drills. Oh, my gosh, that'd be so fun if we went to go play golf. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, like, played, I could have you, like, shoot PKs. Yeah. Or, like, do little, like, foot skill drills. Oh, my gosh. We could so mic fun. each other up. We would, oh, my gosh, that'd be so funny. Do you think that kids should play one sport in high school or be multi-sport athletes? specifically in high school. I think multi-sport, um, but I do have one stipulation. I think 
it shouldn't be like at the expense of like risking like losing your scholarship because you're just like spreading yourself too thin. I will say that because that's what I did and I kind of regret it, but I kind of don't because like I needed to cheer because like I just needed it for my sanity. Like I just wanted to do it forever. And I think like, I just, I don't know. I needed that like girl time, I guess. And like golf was getting really lonely. So I kind of needed that, but I do wish I would have quit a little sooner. I did three years and I should have probably done two. Um, so I just think like knowing like when it's your time to focus on the one and obviously like if your sport has crossover with the seasons, that's really tough. Um, and like, you just need to know like which one you're going to go with. Um, cause if you're kind of confused, it could like, it could risk like you being really great at the one you're supposed to be great at and like spreading yourself too thin will will hurt that possibility and kind of like make you mediocre in both rather than really great in one. So that's my two cents on that. I think it's good because you, you can learn multiple skills that'll like help you with your other sport possibly, but you need to like be aware, like, okay, this is how much work I need to put in with this sport that I'm trying to get a scholarship in. I think one sport, I think, um, all of the best athletes that I know from like my high school in particular focused on one sport. And I think I look at athletes that focused on two sports and I feel like they could have excelled more yeah. in a certain sport if they hadn't like put time that's towards a I, different one. Yeah, that was my, that's was my thing to be like cautious about. Um, I will say there's some sports that really go hand in hand. Like if you play football, like, Doing track is great because obviously yeah. like in soccer or soccer, like, you know, just like things that like their skills are like going to help you excel. Did I tell you you're in track for two weeks? Two weeks. Yeah. I like got on the first, like the number one top like competition relay team. And my, I like every, I think it was like every Tuesday and Thursday, I would miss track practice for soccer. And my track coach was like, you like need to start prioritizing track like you don't need to be putting it above soccer and I was like well that's just never gonna happen sorry and I went yeah and I think he was really upset (laughs) yeah I mean like (laughs) whatever like I'm not gonna go to school for free for track I just started like yeah and I don't love track it was just to keep me in shape for soccer yeah all right well thanks for hanging out with us we hope you all have a great week We'll see y'all soon. Bye. Bye, guys.